You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. South Africa's budget 2022-2023 has been unveiled. With me now is Cesar Kubus, who is an analyst at 91 in Cape Town. And Cesar, the last maybe six or seven interviews that I've conducted on Budget Day have started with the following. We've got less money and we've got more demands. But this time, one of those two variables has changed. We've got more money than expected this time. Did that change the tone of the budget speech? So, I mean, it did change the tone. We have more money and more demands have materialized in the MTF. We've now penciled in more spending to the tune of 190 billion versus what we had penciled in in the MTBPS 2021. And revenue is expected to realize by 232 billion more for the next fiscal year up to the end of the medium term expenditure framework versus what was penciled in in the MTBPS 2021. Was there an upbeat tone? Let's let's talk about generalities to start with. Was there an upbeat tone from the finance minister in delivering that speech? So not necessarily upbeat. I think the speech uh, remained cautious. The minister did allude to the fact that we can't increase spending permanently with revenue windfalls, which uh, we're not sure when, how long they will last. These are based off commodity prices that are currently elevated, and therefore we can't structurally change expenditure off the back of that. So the commodity windfall was seen as not transitory, but certainly cyclical, and therefore there was an air of prudence, would you say? Yes, there is an air of prudence. The speech was a lot stronger in terms of being conservative than the actual budget numbers. There's quite a bit of relief that was provided by the budget from the revenue side, even though we expect to collect more, there's been a reduction in the company income tax rate. We'll know that the previous finance minister had alluded to this previously, but it was not penciled into the numbers. It has now been penciled in and there's a reduction of company income tax rate from 28% to 27%. And this has resulted in a net impact of 2.6 billion uh, less corporate tax income. Also, some relief uh, for consumers with the personal income tax brackets being adjusted by inflation will provide support to the tune of 13.5 billion for the consumer. Yeah, so if you look at one of the popular online business publications, it says here, budget in a nutshell, finance minister uses mining bonanza to cut debt and aid the poor. Now, when I was speaking to a couple of people before the budget, in my pre-budget chats, they said they want, for example, Eskom's debt to be addressed. They want the huge debt burden to be addressed at the same time, obviously balancing that, that out with aiding the poor. Did that balancing act occur to your satisfaction? There has been a balancing act in terms of aiding the poor. As I I note on the revenue side, what has happened and also on the expenditure side, there is 87 billion more over the medium term expenditure framework allocated to social grants. 44 billion of this is the social relief of distress grant that was already announced by the president. And then um, the rest of it is allocated to municipal budgets for social welfare and also to the inflation adjustment of other social grants. There's also um, a bit more allocated to health and education and within education, more allocated to the NSFAS fund, which is um, the student funding scheme for tertiary education. However, with regards to ESCOM, still not, um, not, there's no clarity as to how they'll deal with the debt. In his speech, the minister just tells us that, you know, we understand that this remains a concern. We continue to support ESCOM financially with the 
allocated funds that were allocated in previous budgets, but we are working on a sustainable solution. So that's that's all we've gotten so far, that they are working on a sustainable solution. And I mean, in the Q&A um, from the National Treasury officials, it seemed as if that by MTPPS 2022, so around October, November, there will be a bit more clarity with regards to that, as ESCOM does need to, to unbundle. But overall, I think it's probably a better budget to present than previous ministers and previous budget. It says here the government pledged to maintain fiscal discipline that will see it record a primary surplus, meaning that revenue will be higher than spending, excluding interest payments a year earlier than planned. Officials said 45% of the extra revenue would be used to pay down debt, with the rest used to pay for the COVID-19 grant extension, and it goes on. Were you satisfied, CESA, with what you saw, or could there have been a better slicing up of the extra pie if you like? It's a difficult question, um, what you're asking, because, I mean, I do sympathise with the social spending that was needed, but we still have budget deficits that are very large. For example, in this coming fiscal year, our main budget deficit increases by $7 billion from 380 previously budgeted to 387 I mean, it's a small change, um, but I think we could have used the windfall a bit more towards reducing funding costs than spending, but I guess that's my bias from a bond, uh, <laughs> from a bond investor uh, perspective. But overall economy, I think the economy did acquire some support, so I'm a bit biased in that regard. Yes, of course, but I'm sure you recognise the difficult balancing act that we've already spoken about. Now, the South African 10-year bond yield on my screen is 9.22%, and this is obviously an instantaneous quote, but what's been the general market reaction in the hour or so after the budget speech? Um, so, I mean, I haven't, like I've been running around so much, I haven't actually looked at my Bloomberg screens. Yeah. But I think from the commentary of other economists that were in lockup, we would have hoped um, that they'll use the windfall a bit more towards reduction of funding requirements. Um, they do reduce the long-term domestic bond issuance to $330 billion year from 380 and I mean we do upload them uh, for that but I think we were a bit more hopeful um, than what we received. CISA thank you very much for your time. That's CISA Corbus who is an analyst at 91 talking about the 2022 budget for South Africa. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.